Digitally Yours Podcast, Episode 3. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Digital Yours Podcast, the podcast series that brings you an in-depth look into the digital landscape in North Africa. In the second season, we chose to focus on e-gov and civic tech through what we call a Beyond the Hype loop. It is a reality check to discuss challenges and spot opportunities and why not see the way forward. In this episode, open governance and e-gov is the theme. You may already want to know the difference. Well, this is something we will tackle in this episode. But we will also look into the overview of the current situation in North Africa and way more. To further understand the topic, we have with us Nibal Itlib, Chief of Innovation Section at the UN Esqua, and Alessandro Bozzini, Policy Analyst at the OECD, working with the Open Governance Unit and coordinating part of their work in the MENA region. Recently, the UN Esqua and the OECD published a new report titled The Economic and Social Impact of Open Government Policy Recommendations for the Arab Region. Stay tuned as we will be discussing the findings of this report and dive deep into this topic. Alessandro and Nival, welcome to the podcast. So just to start at the very beginning, we have something we call distracting, limiting ideas in the podcast. So as much as we want to learn new stuff, but we also want to make sure that we don't have false narratives, etc. So Alessandro, I want to start with you. In the report, there is difference, differentiation made between the institutional uh, setting of e-government, everything focused on ICTs, and that for open government focused on governance. Why is it important to make this differentiation and why we should focus on open government as a critical pillar? Thank you, Yazra. Uh, very good question. Um, indeed, e-government or digital government, as we call it at the OECD, uh, and open government are two concepts that are related to each other, but they're not the same thing, right? E-government or digital government can be a strong enabler of open government, um, but they're not the same thing, right? So e-government is related to the use of modern ICT technologies to provide better public services, while open government is a culture of governance uh, aiming at transparency, accountability, and participation. Therefore, ICT can indeed support openness, um, for example, think of the uh, platforms that enable citizens to interact with their with the authorities, the apps that offer the opportunity to provide feedback or report wrongdoing, uh, transparency portals, and so on that we see uh, in OECD, some OECD countries, but also in Morocco and Tunisia, for example. Um, but e-government does not automatically lead, lead to openness, right? Uh, in some cases, it can even work against openness. Um, and in addition, open government initiative uh, can also be low tech. If you think of a citizen filing uh, an access to information request and then, you know, analyzing a government contract, um, that's an open government initiative that is, that is, you know, does not require uh, ICT. Um, therefore, it is important that uh, digital government um, is aligned with the objective of open government and promotes transparency, accountability, participation. It is not automatic, but it can be a powerful open government tool. 
very interesting, and that way we can get the uh, understand from the very beginning whether we speak or not. So, Nibal, some may think when they first hear open governance, eGov, uh, they would think of administrative procedures. They would think, okay, I'm gonna skip the line. I won't have to to wait, etc. Um, but the report highlights that e-government is actually way more. It has more to offer to enhance participation and promote the right to information. How is that? Yeah, in fact, uh, there are uh, there are you are right completely, Yusra, and uh, the report mentioned very well that uh, e-government uh, uh, promotes and uh, could help. I mean, as uh, Alessandro was saying, that e-government could help open government very much. In terms of participation, for example, there are many aspects where e-government can support and uh, enhance the participation of citizens in decision-making and in the government uh, work as a whole. Uh, for example, one uh, the most important one is the openness, the openness of data. Uh, as you know, as you might know, that the e-government through its uh, many many countries in the region, they do have e-government well established now and through e-government they collected enormous set of data which are very important and very relevant to the to the society as a whole. Opening up this data, uh, it will enhance very much the participation of citizens. It will enhance as well, of course, partic- uh, uh, transparency and accountability. Then through this data, the openness of data and uh, in fact uh, whenever we have access to information data in any country that have such law and uh, in the case of North Africa we have it in Morocco and in Tunisia this means that uh, uh, the government commit to open by default uh, for the data and this is very interesting for citizens and they got it as uh, I mean open all the time except of course for data for related to security or sovereignty of the country. This is one of the form but as uh, uh, also as well the digital platform available today through e-government uh, uh, they can enhance the participation of citizens in government strategic decisions and they could be used in this way through e-government portals and that uh, for the strategic decisions such as important initiative in the country or even for law, for drafting some law, for taking the opinion of public on law strategy, as well as any regulation related to any sector, in fact, not only to to ICT, of course. Uh, Another form, and maybe I will stop by this form, it's uh, very uh, direct to e-government services where people can provide their comments and their feedback about the provided services uh, by uh, through the e-government programs. And here there is uh, they can enhance through their comment, government can enhance these services and develop it in better way to fulfill uh, the requirement of citizen. So you both already mentioned um, initiatives that are actually happening in the region. Um, mentioning Tunisia and Morocco, for instance. And while some countries um, in the region are already making, um, let's say, first steps or initiatives to adopt open government practices, several of these initiatives are on the local level, like small municipalities, towns, etc. And I want to ask you, Alessandro, what are your thoughts on the current stage of open government um, adoption in the region? And why is it important to act locally as well as nationally? It's a bit difficult uh, to um, provide one single answer because, of course, the region is, is very is, is wide and countries are at different level of, 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 uh, of uh, development of open government initiatives. And I encourage 
uh, whoever is interested to read our report, uh, our joint OECD ESCO report to give, a, uh, you know, which gives a, a, be a better overview. Um, we at the OECD, we work on this topic with Morocco, Tunisia in the North Africa region, but also Jordan, Lebanon. Um, and uh, I have to say that uh, most of these, these countries have made progress uh, in recent years on several aspects, such as the legal framework. Nibal uh, talked about the access to information laws that are now reality uh, in some of these countries, joining the Open Government Partnership, launching participation platforms, and so on. Um, of course, there are challenges. Um, open Government, as a culture of governance, takes time. Uh, so the implementation of the legal text, uh, of, the, of the new legal frameworks, um, will still take time. Um, some of the initiatives are still at the very beginning um, and will, will, will take time. So in, in, uh, the, um, the implementation in practice is, is often a bit, uh, a bit slow. Um, as per the local level that you mentioned, it is a very important level um, because it is, you know, for many citizens, that's where they interact with public authorities. It's the local level. And it's very concrete. It's related to basic services, to, to schools, education, um, health. So um, it is very concrete and it's often less politically sensitive. So it can be easier to pilot, to launch new brave initiatives of openness at the, at the local level. Um, local initiatives in OECD countries include participation platforms, citizen budget, um, deliberative citizen assemblies, um, but also, you know, several local authorities in Tunisia, Morocco, Jordan, and so on, uh, are implementing similar uh, similar initiatives. Um, one caveat is that um, these initiatives are often scattered, um, so it is important to try to ensure a certain level of coordination uh, of these initiatives, but also between the national and the local level. Let's say a sort of a vertical uh, coordination. Uh, it is very important in order, on one hand, to scale up these initiatives, because sometimes they're very encouraging, but remain very limited to, uh, to one or a couple of municipalities, but also to ensure that there is an overall, uh, you know, consistency of, of the efforts at the national level. So open government as a cultural governance uh, should be implemented at all levels, both national and, and local are, are important. Yes. So speaking of this implementation, actually, having um, initiatives on the ground, etc. I want to ask Nibal, can we actually follow up on these initiatives and how can we understand, or maybe I'll use the term measure, if it's possible at all, um, the impact that they have on in the real world? Is it possible? And if yes, how can we do that? Uh, okay, the question of measurement is quite uh, complex and it is really in the head of many decision makers, I mean, and even citizens as well. Uh, in fact, it is always easier to measure what we are doing uh, than measure if we have, uh, I mean, when we specify specific goal, this is easy to measure. And uh, there are many ways to measure the things that we are doing. However, to measure their impact, it is much more complex and it needs more, uh, I mean, uh, more uh, methodology. I mean, more sophisticated methodology. And in general, uh, measuring the impact, uh, most in the, most of the time, uh, when we measure impact, we are, there are many uh, 
elements contribute to this impact, not only what we are doing as one initiative also. Then there are many factors that affect, affect the impact. For that reason, it is much more complex. Uh, in general, we, we can try, we, we measure, uh, monitor, we can monitor what we are doing, and this is relatively, uh, uh, as my, I mentioned, it is relatively easy. For the open government, in general, what we are interested in, in because I mean, its objectives, the open, the open government objective are transparency, efficiency, accountability, reducing corruption. All of these aspects are very important for open government. Uh, uh, however, as you might know, these are uh, relatively complex and many factors, as I mentioned, contribute to them. Uh, then, uh, for example, for e-government, which is in a way providing services to citizens, electoral Electronically, uh, it is easy, and there are very good uh, uh, measurement today available. Uh, there is uh, the UN DESA uh, uh, e-government e index, which is now very recognized. One uh, OECD has very good also measurement for digital government. Then there are some measurements for e-government and digital government. It's more easy to 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 be to be done, and we can have a, we can compare countries and we can compare region about their initiatives. This is really, uh, uh, really now recognized and it is very well uh, demonstrated across uh, many regions. And it is a way to compare countries and to compare the advancement. What uh, we are as developing uh, as UN and I believe OECD as well. We prefer to, 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 to have the, this measurement as uh, to, to, to know about the progress of country rather only to compete between country uh, uh, globally or at regional level. Uh, then this is what I can say for the impact. Uh, most uh, of the time, the year there we can use a kind of uh, uh, the methodology that could be used. We can use survey uh, to have opinion-based uh, uh, measurements, uh, or we can, in some cases, uh, having a specific elements that could be measured, like for example, um, saving uh, uh, saving in time, or saving in cost, or saving in budget. This is could be done. Uh, relatively easy because we can, there is tangible thing that we can measure. Um, however, measuring uh, uh, accountability or uh, uh, part, uh, participation, as I mentioned, it's more complex and it needs more, uh, more um, sophisticated methodology. And I hope that I answered the, your question. So we can say that maybe it's not just about the numbers or saying, oh, how many people access the services? It's more than that, actually, if I understand. Right, yeah. Uh, everything physical could be measured easily. However, everything more uh, uh, more complex, uh, that it needs more survey-based rather than... Uh, direct measurements, I would say. Um, I would say, man, I would like to mention that there are very good uh, uh, agreement globally about a number of uh, indicators related to these uh, elements. Uh, there are some uh, indicators that, like the rule of law, the voice and accountability, uh, some of them provided by many, many organizations. Then there are, uh, there are many good metrics in this regard, but uh, it is not measuring one initiative it's uh, it's the whole system as a whole in the government that, that might contribute to such uh, measurements or to such result not only one initiative you see this is my point 
Yeah, so you actually um, made a great transition to my next question to Alessandro. So um, Nibali already spoke about the importance of looking at it um, as a whole, but also, uh, Alessandro, you mentioned the need of coordination and uh, to get maybe uh, local uh, initiatives at a bigger scale, etc. And we spoke about the different aspects and levels we may need to um, consider actions and initiatives. Um, in the in the report, actually, coordination, coordination is also highlighted. Um, let me just uh, read this quote uh, that I think it summarizes well. Um, it says, an open government initiatives is more likely to have an impact when it is part of a larger long-term strategy and is well coordinated with other actions. Um, and here I want to ask you, Alessandro, why is it important to consider long-term goals and why is it also important to coordinate efforts? Yes, indeed. I fully confirm that, that quote. Um, listen, at UCD, we monitor um, the open government efforts of our member countries and of a number of partner countries, including the MENA region. Um, and we have noticed that one of the most common challenges uh, is indeed the scattered nature of open government intervention. Uh, and the difficulty to ensure a consistent, coordinated appro approach. Why is that? Well, because open government initiatives tend to involve a wide range of institutions and actors, um, line ministries, uh, parliament, uh, public authorities, but also, of course, civil society, groups of citizens. Um, also, um, you know, so the, the initiatives are, are, tend to be scattered, tend to be... Um, uh, you know, a lot of good, good initiatives, but lacking a common vision, a common understanding, a common goal. Um, that's why we feel that uh, uh, a national strategy or anyways, a vision, a strategic approach is, is necessary. Uh, in addition, open government requires leadership from the very top of the country to produce outcomes. Uh, and a strategic approach can help build that uh, momentum. Um, also, as we mentioned earlier, change takes time, right? So it's not something that we cannot achieve a change in culture of governance in just a couple of years. Uh, that's why a long-term perspective is needed. Uh, a strategy over five or 10 years is, is probably, um, you know, needed to help build that, that long-term uh, perspective. Um, also civil servants, you know, public officials need to be convinced uh, that open government is not harmful, um, that is, that is good for the countries, good for themselves, good for trust, takes time and effort to convince them. It also takes time and effort to convince citizens, uh, that this is a new way of doing things, uh, and to show that it's, um, you know, that it's useful for them, uh, as well. Um, it also requires dedicated institutions, responsibilities, uh, monitoring, evaluation. Nibal talked about the, the, the difficulty of evaluating. Uh, the impact. Uh, therefore, having a strategic approach can provide, um, can help provide that, uh, you know, that piloting, that, um, that steering uh, of open government uh, in a country. And that is why uh, GACD Secretariat is proposing to its member and partner countries uh, to develop uh, national strategies of open government. So uh, uh, an official document uh, that outlines definitions, objectives, priorities, over five or 10 years. And by the way, since you focus on North Africa, uh, we are currently working with both Tunisia and Morocco to support them develop such a, such a document in a participatory way. 
Well, you know, time is passing anyway. Uh, so it's good that actually while we may really want to have like short goals, etc. and like what outputs do we have, it's, it's very interesting to, to take the time and consider um, that actually 10 years is not that long or five years is not that long. It's important to, um, to put ahead the strategy and know where we are going. So speaking of these goals, Nibel, I want to ask you, how can ICTs further be used to achieve these goals? In the region, we have different levels of, I would say, connectivity or just different levels of adopting and also trusting technology in governance. How do you see the future direction? And speaking of um, the North African region, for instance, are partnerships uh, possible and can they help? Okay, Yostra, of course, I mean, uh, ICT is progressing in the MENA region as well as, of course, in the North Africa. And I would say a regional partnership is very useful and it's very good for the, for the region, although of the disparity and that they are not all of the same level. Uh, the uh, partnership is very important for exchange of best practices, exchange of solution, exchange of idea, and also exchange of expertise because the, I mean in our work sometimes we rely on experts from Tunisia to work to, with uh, with uh, another country like for example we worked with Palestine using uh, taking ca- uh, advantage of the expertise in Tunisia uh, as you know ESQA work at the Arab level uh, not only in MENA uh, not only in the North Africa but we cover all the Arab region then in fact uh, partnership is very important for uh, this exchange of best practices and so on. But also it is very important to have a kind of regional framework uh, for a specific topic uh, related to ICT or e-government or even uh, for open government. This the kind of framework which might differ a little bit from the international framework that exists. It might it take into account the specificity of the region and uh, the, 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 the level of the region in different topics, uh, either ICT or governance. In, the, in terms of open government, for example, we rely too much, very much on the, the specificity of the region in both areas, technology, e-government, as well as governance. And where there is a lack, uh, uh, we are relatively weak in the governance aspect as compared to other regions in the, in the world. Uh, then uh, this is very important uh, to have a regional framework, regional strategy. It is really very important and it, call, it encourage uh, countries which are less developed to move ahead and go beyond their limits uh, and mean as much as possible. And it is very good tool for to convince decision maker to have this regional aspect, the regional strategy. And that could be customized later on to a specific strategy for each country, or it could be customized to towards action plan which is very much common in open government in this regard. And we know that OECD is working on open government action plan for Tunisia and and Morocco uh, and Jordan, of course, in the region, if we extend the region a little bit. Uh, Then this is one side of the partnership. But there is also, I mean, uh, when we make any measurement, it is very good competition, let us say, when we make the measurement at regional level to have the different different level of country and then 
it could it could encourage countries to move ahead. And this was very good uh, instrument in some cases uh, to have this comparison at the regional level. Um, what I want to also to add in this uh, region, the partnership, what helps as well is um, let me return back to the situation in the Arab region. Although of the if we speak about the Arab region as a whole, although there are some countries which are really quite advanced in ICT, what we can mention that some countries like Tunisia and Morocco, they are very well advanced in specific area of ICT, like institution, for example, like legal framework in general. Then they are really good example. And this is uh, uh, even lesson learned to countries which are more advanced in accessibility to technology, like the GCC country, for example. Then I would say that uh, uh, looking at the region, the partnership is very useful. It, very, uh, it can be a very good instrument at strategic level, at implementation level, and at measurement level. And I would say, for uh, for example, uh, let me say that of course there will be always the uh, different level in the in the region. Uh, for example, in ICT uh, progress, I would say that uh, currently the uh, if we look at the Arab region, uh, GCCU might be more interested by emerging technologies and the use of emerging technology for the development of uh, uh, e-government services or even uh, some in some parts related to open data and so and participation. Uh, uh, North African country like Morocco, this is the middle income country, might be more interested by really developing more services that are targeting social and uh, uh, economic uh, uh, development, I mean, and then to enhance and develop more their e-government services and or uh, some openness and participation strategy. Uh, while this uh, some countries might uh, be a little bit uh, lagging, be which are lagging behind, uh, might be more interested by the basic component of the ICT and related area, like, for example, having better laws, uh, having better infrastructure uh, uh, to, 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 to enhance the usage of the, the technology in, this, uh, in their countries. Then... Um, we, even with uh, having partnership, we might have differentiation of the level, and this is acceptable. And partnership leaders should be aware about this differentiation and that it will exist and it will maybe stay. However, there is very good added value of the partnership, I would say. Well, that's definitely a great positive um, call we can have at the end of this uh, episode. So, Nival, Alessandro, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, just before uh, wrapping up this uh, interview, I'd love to give you the floor if you have any um, points you want to highlight at the um, at the end of this uh, interview, but also if you want to direct maybe our audience where they can follow the, your work and know more about um open government and eGov. I'll start with you, Niba. Uh, okay, I would say that our the report that we made together uh, that uh, was developed by OECD and ESQA, it is really very uh, interesting report. There is, it it includes a lot of material. I invite uh, 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 all the audience to, to look at it. Uh, also, I would mention that uh, very soon we are launching open government portal for the Arab region and that that I invite the audience to look at our website and to visit this website, this portal for open government. Perfect. Alessandro? Thank you, Yusra. Um, just let me stress once again that, that open government 
uh, is on its way. It's, it's um, you know, it's spreading, but, but it takes time. Uh, it takes time. So let's look at the positive initiatives. Let's also at the same time work on the challenges that remain. Um, when it comes to the OECD, we work with both governments and civil society. We believe, you know, that's the right approach to work at the same time with authorities, with national institutions, with public institutions, and at the same time with, with citizens and, and, uh, and citizen groups. Uh, so very happy to be uh, part of this of this podcast today, and I hope it will, you know, contribute to to, um, to disseminate the concept. Uh, for those who are interested in our work in this topic. Um, they can, of course, check the uh, OECD website, oecd.org, uh, and particularly uh, the open government section, which is oecd.org slash gov slash open government uh, with a hyphen. Um, we're also both on LinkedIn and, and Twitter. And for example, on Twitter, the, you can uh, look uh, for the, uh, the hashtag OECDOG, OG as in uh, open government, and, and that you can find more updates about our, our work. Uh, and of course, uh, people should feel free to, to get in touch with me as well uh, if they're interested. Uh, thanks again for inviting us. Thank you both. Now our audience knows where to go if they want to know more about the topic. Thank you again, uh, Alessandro and Nibal. It was a pleasure to have you. And on this note, we come to the end of this episode of Digital Yours podcast. Make sure to check the show notes for links of the report, but also always reach out to us through our website, Digital Yours podcast, where you may find transcripts of the episodes, summaries in Arabic, French and English. See you soon. This project is brought to you by Technoloxia Group. Technical partner, Wild Tunes Production. This project has been carried out in the context of the African Digital Rights Fund, provided by the collaboration on international ICT policy for Eastern and Southern Africa. Yeah.